Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington, here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune, in the house, once again, for episode 322. My goodness, guys. It is going to be a fantastic show. Uh, what we're going to do here on Game That Tune is the same thing we do every week on Game That Tune. We are going to listen to some video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We are going to goof off and have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays their bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the fantastic king of the show, David Fleming. And David gets to tell us what the theme is for tonight's episode. Uh, we have a sort of double theme, uh, fighting games, or games in which you fight, along with games with bears. Yes. Um, I'm glad that we were able to talk you into the games with bears as a co-theme tonight. Uh, you know, bears were kind of a running through line on last week's episode, and, uh, you know, we all just had bears on the brain, and, um, we did fighting games, um... A mere six episodes ago. So it was kind of like, hey, uh, David, how about we do more than one theme? Let's get really stupid with it. Uh, so I'm glad that you were open to that suggestion. Because uh, I feel like this show needs to get more stupid with it. You know, we've been pretty stupid throughout our history. But, you know, in terms of the themes, the themes are usually pretty straightforward. I think we should get, get less straightforward with the themes from, you know, like mm. from here on out. Yeah, it should always be something and something that makes no sense. Um, oh, I like that idea a lot. My, that's my new decree as king of the show. Um, that we should uh, but, we should do multiple themes per episode. What? But yeah. you're you're not king of the show. Um, as king of the jungle, then. <laughs> um, I've got I've got to have some kind of authority around here. If I can't declare, I'm gonna that we have, have to more fact one, check that more than one theme per episode. Then you know what you know. What am I even doing talking this much on the show if I have no power? Um, Next week's theme, yeah, it's gonna... Sega Genesis games and not Sega Genesis games. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. That's, oh, I like it. <laughs> that's, that's the hot nonsense we're after here, baby. Uh, you know, I, I said this was going to be the year of all free plays, and I'm determined to find a way to make that happen. So, uh, yeah, fighting games. You know, those things that we all play. You know, you, you go head to head and you, you uh, defeat an opponent. Or perhaps lose to an opponent, and also games with bears. What a what a couple of fantastic <laughs> themes. I'm wondering what the split is going to end up being: fighting games versus bears on tonight's show. I kind of feel like since we're all stupid idiots, <laughs> it's going to be five bear games and <laughs> like no fighting games. <laughs> I feel like nobody brought a fighting game, and I'm looking forward to finding out if that's true. I have an idea. So, Hmm. What if we each wrote down our prediction of it's gonna, if we're going to do more bear games and more fighting games, and whoever's prediction is right gets a bonus point at the end of the show? So is it wait? Is it like a you know number like you have to choose the split or just say more fighting versus more bears? Just just more bears or more fighting. 
Just write down, um, bears are fighting, and if you're right, you get a point. I'm going to go one step further and do um, a split. Oh, so wait, but, you get a point if David there's an knows even. two of them already. But also, can there be a split if there's five games? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what a split is. I mean, the breakdown, the whatever, the specific number of bear games versus fighting okay. games. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying you were going to bet on there being an even split. I'm like, David, I hate to break it to you, man. That's going to not work out. Unless, of course, there's two bear games and two fighting games and then a Tekken game. Yeah. In which case, you know, you, you've nailed it. But, uh... We don't know that. So, yes, everybody write down your balance of bear to fighting games. And, you know, whoever uh, whoever's closest wins. Let's see here. Got mine. And, uh, yeah, you can continue writing that down and thinking hard about yeah. it as we play game one, Johnny. Oh, good, good idea. Game one.
All right. Um, so this is the first game in the series to be set in the United States of America, um, Montana to be exact. feels tired Let the water wash away your sins And if the snow begins to fall And you can't find the fire Let the water wash away your sins If the nighttime lasts forever But the days are cruel and mean Let the water wash away your sins And you thought one day you'd be happy If you held in all your screams On doubt, the water wash away your sins, and those banks keep getting bigger while your pockets empty out. Let the water wash away your sins. And if all the thieves and liars have been knocking at your door, let the water wash away your sins. And they said they'd feed your family, and you believed what they swore. But you can't find the proof Let the water wash away your sins And you can see your brothers marching But you can't speak your truth Let the water wash away your sins Oh, if your mother was a screamer And your father ruled with fists Let the water wash away your sins And if you're thinking about the highway And you're looking at your wrists Uh, just a bon some bonus trivia I thought was cool. Um, there is a farm site in the game with uh, crop circles and mutilated cows, and it's called Bradbury Farm, 
which is a reference to Ray Bradbury. I love that dude. Makes sense. He did a lot of sci-fi and alien stuff. So, all right, let's see those answers. Oh, man. Okay, so... Did, David says, did you know Montana is the fourth largest state by area? I did, did not know that, that David. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, John says, Call of Juarez, Gunslinger. That's incorrect. And Johnny with the correct answer, Far Cry 5. Yes, yeah. this is uh, Far Cry 5. Uh, guys- yeah. Just want to very briefly before we get into this game. It's Alaska, Texas, New Mexico, and then Montana. Or, I'm sorry, Alaska, Texas, California, and then Montana. I was going to say fucking New Mexico. Get out of here with that fake ass. New Mexico is the fifth largest state. I apologize. Uh, So, Jesse, this game. Uh, Yes, this is. uh, You guys ever play a Far Cry game? Man, no. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I kind of should have by now. They seem like uh, they've remained uh, a series and, like, kind of popular. And. Yeah, this is uh, my first one, is, is, um, and I was thinking, I was like, you know, it takes place in Montana, um, and there's where a lot of bears are, and I did some research and found that it was on Game Pass, so thanks you Muddle Madness for being my uh, Game Pass daddy. Um, you definitely showed me where all the bears are, um, because this game has lots of bears, um, cause you're in the fucking wilderness and, um, there's animals all over the fucking place. And I, one time I was talking to this guy, like an NPC, and as soon as our dialogue was over, he was being attacked by a cougar. And so like, <laughs> he went from normal, like, like, blah, 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 if you go fishing in this pond, you might catch some salmon to, oh my god, there's a cougar! Ah! <laughs> and like, it was like the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> now, um, I just, just want to clarify, because there has been some confusion regarding the term bear for this episode. When you say cougar, do you mean a divorced woman above no. 40, or like a mountain lion? Uh, a mountain lion. Okay, just want to make sure. And, um, so there's lots of wild animal, animals and stuff, including bears. Um, I've been attacked by a couple bears, which is, is very troubling because they're really hard. No, when you hard say to, bears, they're like uh, the ones I found are black bears, brown bears, and I know there's a grizzly somewhere. But oh, cool. th- there's there's a best bear in this game. Really? Um, Ooh. So there's a like. Um, uh, I guess this small town is famous for this uh, particular little, like, animal sanctuary, and they have a bear there named Cheeseburger the Bear. Okay. And so... That's the best bear. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> they used to feed him uh, cheeseburgers, but then he got diabetes, and so they have to, like, feed him, like, salmon paste instead now. And um, so... Um, he ends up. <laughs> Do you get diabetes from cheeseburgers? I feel like it's from sweets. Well, I think if you're do. a bear, if you're yeah. a bear, and they just feed you cheeseburgers yeah. for every meal. Okay, you, fair you enough. Get diabetes. Yeah, get diabetes. that's true. I'm, I'm not well versed on bear anatomy. Bearology. I think if anybody only certain eats kind of bear anatomy. I think if anybody only eats a singular food, no matter what your species is, if all you eat is cheeseburgers, you will get diabetes. Like, there's no way around it. I'm not a, I'm not a diabetes expert, but that does check out. 
But so like, okay, so he's been hanging out in this little animal sanctuary place. But the the game takes place where um, this really like wacky religious uh, doomsday cult has been taking over the area. Um, it's kind of like like Heaven's Gate or like uh, um, uh, what's that one guy? Uh, Jim Jones. Uh, yeah, the Koresh guy. Um, oh, okay. Both a little bit Jim Jones, too. You know, it's all those weird cult people. But so they've been taking over the area, and they've been trying to, like, like teach wolves to, like, fuck with people. And Cheeseburger got loose. So he's... So you have to try to find Cheeseburger. And so part of the thing is you have to go fishing, which you can go fishing in this game. And so that's really fun and relaxing. Like, you just go fly fishing in the river and catch some salmon. So then you find uh, Wait, a cheeseburger. Question? Yes. Does the fishing minigame support the Sega Dreamcast bass fishing controller? I haven't tried yet, um, but I will get back to you on that. Yes, please but try. probably no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of so, all the, like, of you, all the cuttings. <laughs> you, of course. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, nothing requires an important cut-in like the Sega Bass Pro controller. <laughs> So, so once you meet uh, Cheeseburger the Bear, um, you give him a salmon, and he's your best friend. Um, so then you have to like uh, run back out of like this, this lumber yard, and so some of the cultists are there, and and Cheeseburger just starts fucking these people up, and of course you got to protect Cheeseburger, and occasionally you know the people are like, oh fuck, it's a bear, <laughs> and like, and so um, I guess get allies and stuff. I don't know if that's a common thing for Far Cry, but you can get summonable allies, and so Cheeseburger ends up being one. So Sweet. now, for as long as I play the game, I can just summon Cheeseburger, and he just fucks people up. He fucks other animals up. He fucks now, when people you say up. summon, like, he's not just constantly hanging around you? He's not following you? You can just, like, whistle for him and a bear attack happens? Well, he, he'll follow you, but, like, um, occasionally I'll get to like my plane and like mm. just start flying around and stuff. And then oh, when okay. I land, he doesn't get the plane with you. <laughs> yeah. No, I, w- oh my God, that would be God. the best thing ever. Cheeseburger, but, my co-pilot. <laughs> so he, you, you can pet him. There is a command, a button. Like they took the time to have a pet button. So you like pet him and he like gives his big old bear face and bears are really cute. They'll fuck you up, but he is, he's awesome. I have this image in my head, so though, he, of summoning Cheeseburger by, like, you reach in your backpack and you take a salmon, you just huck it in the air, and it cuts a Cheeseburger, like, leaping in the air and grabbing it, and now he's there, right? Like, right. out of nowhere. You, that's how you That's how you put him in a combat situation. It's like, man, there's, you know, these cultists around there, like, hunting for me, and then you just, like, throw a salmon at them, and then fucking they can just get attacked by a bear that comes out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> Well, that's what know, I was First, I was they're confused to... by the salmon, and then they're getting fucked up by the bear. That's what I was trying to get to, like, Cheeseburger the Bear follows you around on occasion, but if you move to a new area and everything, you have to summon him again, so Cheeseburger the Bear is a Pokemon. Kind of. And uh, there's, like, I guess nine? Nine or twelve, I forget exactly. I want to say nine um, of these special characters that you can summon. And from the silhouettes, uh, apparently I will get a dog friend, and a cougar friend, and it's the cat thing, not the older lady. No. Um, what about what about the so, other silhouette, the one of the, the, the busty other sil- older lady? 
Uh, there is, there is, um... Two cougars. Some others. <laughs> there is, there is some older ladies on there, I think, that's like an explosives expert or something. Mm. Um, so, uh, So, Jesse, if I may ask a question, because I know very, very little about the Far Cry series. I know one game was set in prehistoric times, and I know one game was set in, like, a jungle. What are these games? Are they just, like, GTA-style open-world action games? Like, what do you do in Far Cry? They're open-world first-person shooters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And... It seems like a, a a really good like fuck around game. Yeah, like, I kind of wish I'd gotten into the series by now because honestly, like they all sound fun. Like doesn't seem to take itself too seriously, but they keep on then no. getting like big name actors to play parts in their games. And it's like okay, well, damn, it's like a, a good fuck around game with a fun story. Like okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like if if uh, if you mix Red State with like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Um, Ooh. <laughs> so like. Okay. So, like, there's, like, this fucking weird murder cult, but at the same time, you're setting off weird explosives and physics of people flying everywhere and, and animals going, you know, nuts and stuff. It's it's weird. Um, and you could get a wingsuit, and, um, which I've killed myself with the wingsuit far too many times to count. Um, uh, there's a this, like, specific quest where when you like go to this little place by the lake and there's like fireworks spraying out and you read this like thing that like uncle sam said allegedly and then like the, the screen just flashes to like a flag that explodes and an eagle flies through it and then you're suddenly on top of a mountain and you gotta use the wingsuit to like fly through these um like smoke rings and and I kept crashing into the side of a mountain, so I decided to not do that quest for a while. Um, Sounds fun, though. <laughs> but yeah, it was ridiculous and fun, and, and um, it's 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 a real good uh, fuck around game. Um, like it looks good. There's like the first time it like lets you loose, and it's like okay, now you can start doing whatever. I was in the middle of the woods, and a skunk sprayed me, and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Dope. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's this. It's a lot. Of, it's it's a game where there's a lot of like silly moments that you know may you may have caused or some sort of weird thing happened that inadvertently. And uh, I don't know why, but occasionally eagles just fly down and fucking attack you, and that's really <laughs> well because up. birds are assholes. I guess, uh, and because this one takes place in America. Yeah, that's true. So. Uh. Yeah, gotta get that setting right, man. There's just patriotic eagles flying all over the place, fucking people up. <laughs> and there's one little like quirk. I don't know if it's meant to be this way, but like when you get into like a car, you can change the radio station. But so far, I can only find one radio station, <laughs> and it's just playing that weird religious music and stuff. So I think maybe that's like part of the joke is like hey in this area the the cult has the control of the radio so <laughs> this is the only radio you get and it's like oh i have this button to change stations but there's just one <laughs> station uh, i like it well. that's amazing so have you let the water wash away your sins or uh, yeah you know, you've been converted yet no because uh these people are fucking lunatics like <laughs> in the game like at one point, one of them, the dude, and I think this is a, th- a through line in all the Far Cry games, 
the the dude ends up drugging your character. Sweet. And then for like for whatever reason you go into this. It's not that kind of drugging, David. It's okay. more of a. It's more of a like it. It, it's, it reminds it's the me good more kind of, of drugging. No, it's it's kind of like a scarecrow when he does to Batman. Yeah. Just like okay, in this I got gotcha. Like you go into this weird psychedelic thing. Like all of a sudden, I went into this weird like, like psychedelic training mission where I was shooting soldiers and they were turning into dust whenever I would hit them and stuff. And then I was going like upside down on these like walls. It was real like, like weird. And uh, I love that shit though. I mean, I, I love I, what they've done with you know weird psychedelic sections in games. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I'm it's trying fun. to think of the ones I've you know know off the top of my head like you know the, the scarecrow shit in the batman games has been cool uh the weird Touch fuzzy get dizzy yes of course <laughs> yeah, i was gonna classic. say the the parts of grand theft auto 5 where your character uh fucking hits the joint and then has to do like some crazy ass rampage or uh you know like the whole you know the, everything just goes really fucking like wild on screen um that one's actually got a really great payoff if uh I won't spoil it for you. I'm sure David and Johnny are going to play Grand Theft Auto V one day. Or, uh, Max it's on Payne. my list. Max Payne was real under that mm, weird yeah. drug video game stuff. Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah, it's cool, man. I like uh, I like some trippy shit. Yeah. Throw uh, throw more trippy shit in more, uh, more video games. I should do that. Yeah. 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 More characters should drug other characters. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, yeah. I, it I results in more fun gameplay too. opportunities. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jesse, cool pick, man. Uh, so that's one. Uh, that's one for the Bears, huh? Yep. Um, the Bears. Cool. Yep. Bears, the bears out to an early the lead. Bears. God, for the first time all year. <laughs> <laughs>
So this game won an International Animated Film Society's Annie Award in 2009 for Best Animated Video Game, quote, in recognition of creative excellence in the art of animation. gentlemen as you finish up your answers i do want to thank our requester for the episode uh this came from our discord from kerrigan thank you very much kerrigan for the request uh gentlemen let's see those answers all right uh john and jesse both say kung fu panda which is correct johnny has drawn an ejaculating or possibly urinating penis no that's a sadly incorrect that's a picture of that's just bleeding Hoffman, man <laughs> <laughs> Could be bleeding. Sadly incorrect. Uh, Johnny and or John and Jesse are both correct. This is Kung Fu Panda. Specifically, this is Kung Fu Panda for the Nintendo DS. Mm. John, you seem very displeased by this selection. No, no, no. It's just dozing off during that last song. Nothing to it, man. It was a I very got, peaceful song. I got no song. beef with Kung Fu Panda. So, um, anybody play Kung Fu Panda on the Nintendo DS? <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw this movie in theaters, but no, I did not play this on the DS. What? Okay, hold on. You didn't Johnny. watch the movie on DS? Uh, can we get just a recap of what possessed you to go see Kung Fu Panda in theaters? Uh, <laughs> okay. I think I just... I was... Uh, I was dating a girl that wanted to see it, so I did. I think that's about so, the gist of it. Was, you know, with the qualifications, like, you know, obviously David is the like the manchild here. He goes and sees animated kids movies all the time, but that's not Johnny's what? thing. So, like, you know, what made Johnny go to the theater to catch Kung Fu Panda? Oh, like, dude, I also like I saw the Adams Family anime movie in theaters. I do that all the time too. They're they're usually pretty funny if they're not like. Yeah, but that came out like that came out like what a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying I'm I still saying, do it. Kung Fu Panda came out in like 2008, man. This isn't who you were. 
What are you? What are you? What are you doing rushing out of the theater to see Kung Fu Panda? I think I was transitioning to who I am now, who <laughs> could just unabashedly see and enjoy movies, regardless of the quote target audience. Because honestly, mm-hmm. they do try try to target everybody. Because there's adult jokes in there too, you know. Sure. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's like, oh, Jack Black is in this. I'm kind of in. <laughs> like you know. And at the time, money to burn. And then yeah. at the time, oh, Dustin Hoffman's in this. Oh, dope. Now, no, not so much. Like that is not a selling factor anymore. Now I understood the Dustin Hoffman thing. I was like, what? I know, you know, yeah, Dustin Hoffman, you know, has penis. That's funny, but uh, I forgot that he was in. Yeah, because I've never <laughs> seen Kung Fu Panda. So, yeah. Oh well. It's a shame. It's actually it's a good movie, and like in terms of the DreamWorks catalog, I feel like Shrek and probably How to Train Your Dragon have kind of really gone on. And it feels weird to say Kung Fu Panda has kind of been like a forgotten one because they got two sequels and I think a television series. But yeah, Kung Fu Panda is actually really good. Yeah. Um, but the specifically, we're not talking about the movie. We're talking about the game on the DS. And also, Kung Fu Panda on the DS, actually pretty good. Hmm. Like, you wouldn't expect a licensed title, particularly a licensed title for a DreamWorks movie, like, to be good. But, you know, this game's actually pretty fun. Um, It's basically a Metroidvania exploration action platform game where you play as Poe the Kung Fu Panda. Um, And what's interesting about this game is a lot of games in this era... They would put the graphics on the top screen because that's where you had more of the visual fidelity. And then there was just like a map on the bottom. And this game kind of did the opposite. Uh, your your main character is on the bottom screen because you use the touch screen to attack. So like you would make a quick motion with the stylus in front of you and Poe, the Kung Fu Panda, would like leap forward and attack on an enemy or you could pick up an object make a quick motion with the touchscreen and he would toss it over to like activate a switch and that kind of thing cool it actually worked really really well it was a pretty fun game and it was one of those things where you know it's not mind-blowing it's not genre defining but you know when you go in playing kung fu panda on ds you're not expecting to play a work of art but the game was pretty solid. Like, frankly, if a, I was buying, if I was playing Kung Fu Panda on the DS, I would not be anticipating playing a game that uses the touch screen. Like you said, you usually the bottom screen is just a map, and the top screen is where the action is. But like, I would anticipate that Kung Fu Panda on the DS would be a you know shitty shovelware game, and you run and jump using buttons. But to actually move and then attack using the the touch screen controls, that already puts it streets ahead of what I would expect for a fucking you know, a licensed uh, game on the DS. Like, I just, uh, I'm, I'm impressed by that. Yeah, I don't really want to play it. I don't love that control style, but it's still nice they did it. Like, you know, good for them. It's one of those things where I was looking at the request list in Discord, um, and I saw Kung Fu Panda, and I was like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and then I started, like, researching various games, and I was looking at Kung Fu Panda, and it was, like, average score, like, 80 to 75. I was like... Wait a minute. Pretty good for Kung Hang Fu Panda. On. <laughs> yeah. like, let me look into this. I was like, hold on, this actually looks like a really fun little game. Now, see, my other confusion is, though, that it would be a Metroidvania-like platform, right? I would really have pictured it going more the beat-em-up route. 
Like, uh, I wouldn't really think it'd be a, an exploration-heavy thing. I would think it'd be just, uh, you know, kung fu and through various animals, but... Uh, yes, John, but to truly learn kung fu, you must explore within yourself and all around you. That's true. It's, I mean, Jason's got a point. It's like they say about Metroidvanias, one often finds his destiny on the path he takes to avoid it. And I mean, when I was watching a playthrough of the... When I was playing through this game after renting it from the video store, um, <laughs> specifically, like, as you go through the tutorial section, like, you get to your first enemy, and they bring up chi, and how it's an internal force, and you must focus within before you explore without. It's like, alright, yeah, this is actually pretty capturing the feel of the movie. Seriously, John, you should watch Kung Fu Panda. I've I think your son it, might man. like it. Yeah, it's I've got s- kung fu. It's got pandas. Dude, I haven't seen it like? all in one sitting. I'm not going to fucking sit through it. But yes, it's you know, I'm aware of it. I just haven't pieced the whole thing together. Yeah, fucking. I've been growing up around my you know nephew and now my son. I've seen everything. These fucking kids, man. They watch a lot of TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like how I am aware of Far Cry. You're aware of Kung Fu Panda, but I should sit down and play Far Cry, and you should sit down and watch Kung Fu Panda. Have your nephews been playing Far Cry in front of you in bits and pieces for the last several years? Because, you know, uh, you should talk to your sister about that. That's not really appropriate. (laughs) Yeah, I think 4 has a bunch of titties in it. You know, I'm not sure my nephews are 1,100 miles away. I'm gonna have to check on that. Mm -hmm. Point is. But they are, like middle school age, so I feel like they're right at the age for wanting to play Far Cry. Mm-hmm. That tracks. But, yeah. Actually, come to think of it, I think my oldest nephew is going to start high school this year. God. Mm-hmm. We're getting old, Ma- y'all. Make them all join Twitch and stream themselves playing Far Cry, and that way you can see if they're playing Far Cry. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Make them all join Twitch and just have them play, stream whatever they're playing, and then you can see if they're playing Far Cry or not. There you Maybe go. Maybe let's host a Twitch watch party of Kung Fu Panda and see if either of your nephews show up. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie. I'd be willing to put Kung Fu Panda on the next GTT movie night. Which you Compared can get to what you've been picking recently, I'd, you know, I'd be fully in favor of it. Dude, that Kung Fu movie... Which you... That Kung Fu Panda cast is... Stacks. Like, I love that movie. It's fun. Are we doing a Which you round? can get exclusive access to by joining patreon.com slash game that too. <laughs> Go ahead, ask me uh, Ask me if I know the cast of Kung Fu Panda. I know two people that are in it. Jack Black and Dustin Hoffman. Oh. That's because we mentioned them this episode. Exactly. It's also got Angelina Jolie. It's also got um, Lucy Liu. I feel like, oh god, was, was Mako in this movie? I feel like he was. You're missing the best one, which is Jackie Chan, is in this movie. Mmm. Like, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> well, yeah. Every Any movie, with Jackie, movie with Jackie Chan. Yes. Yeah. Now, I can't imagine Jackie Chan super effective as a voice actor. I would really rather see him doing, you know, insane stunts. Like, if it was Kung Fu Panda... If Kung Fu Panda was, like, police story, I'd be really into it. I would have watched it by now. So but, It's um, more like Drunken Master... See, I, you know, but it really it's also kind animated, of is. so the stunts don't matter. <laughs> yeah, Jackie, yeah. I remember... If, if they just had cutaways from the panda action and Jackie Chan doing something <laughs> wacky and crazy, I'd be fucking into it. Like, I remember I uh, saw like some theaters at the end realizing Jackie Chan had, like, maybe three, four lines tops throughout the whole movie. Like, he, he is barely in it, but he's in it. And that counts hey, for something. It counts. 
But yeah. I feel like also, I, I felt bad I am, that David Cross had more lines than Jackie Chan. Oh, David He's Cross is actor. <laughs> I'm I'm also very I feel very very terrible because I made a mistake. Mako is not in this movie, but James Hong is. Ah yes, yeah, James Hong, yeah, Chinese man of many 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 movies. Uh, shame on you, David. You should always yes. just go ahead and assume it's James Hong. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I really should have. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, Kung Fu Panda. I'm glad to hear that it's actually a worthwhile DS game. That's uh, that's news to me. Um, it's uh, it's cool. I'm glad that companies actually put some effort into developing games for the for the DS there. I'm glad the uh, glad they didn't just half-ass it. Because it's, no, it's, it's so actually, easy to half-ass it, guys. <laughs> it is, but it's it's actually it's it's a really fun little game. Mm-hmm. When are the, when's Nintendo? I know that you know we've uh, we've all had our like mini console craze. It's come and gone, but like you know they're not doing the Game Boy Mini. When are we gonna get like a DS Mini? Like I feel like we need some of these uh, these DS games back. Like you know th- there were what you know two three thousand games for the DS. You know can I get all of them in one like uh, you know rechargeable like DS thing? I feel like you should be able to do that by now. Absolutely. It's called an R4. Mm. <laughs> I'll look into it. <laughs> Game 
All right, guys. So, hidden throughout this game are collectible letters, and for the game's arcade release, if the player was able to clear the game while collecting all the letters, they were given a special code that could be redeemed for a free t-shirt. guys who's feeling great i'm feeling pretty good very good pretty great actually good so the answer to your question yes <laughs> i am yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's see some answers fellas oh man jesse says country jam uh country bear jamboree 64 sadly not correct John Regan says Grizzly Adams T-shirt jam Barry. Oh, he's a, he's feeling grizzly. Sadly, also incorrect. And David has drawn <laughs> a penis boxing a bear that is also a penis. Oh man, what an unfortunate strikeout, guys. <laughs> can't believe that none of you guys were able to come up with the 1988 Atari and Midway arcade classic. Oh, fuck you. T- <laughs> Tubin. 
Tubin. Tubin. I thought we'd so, used that before. <laughs> yeah, so, we've, we've talked Tubin so many times. <laughs> so is is Tubin a fighting game or? Um, How does well, this relate sense, to the theme specifically? In a sense, it's a fighting game. You Ooh. and a, you and a friend. Uh, you control a couple of guys. I think their names are like Biff and Jet. And uh, you uh, you are trying to go down a river, and you're tubing together. And there is a there's a competitive element to it. You know, I wouldn't say combative because you know you don't actually try to kill each other, um, but you do try to bump each other. And like uh, there's gates that are worth points, and uh, you know, like if you go through it first. Uh, it like cuts the points in half, or sometimes like cuts them by like you know, like uh, cuts them into like quarter. So like a gate will be worth a thousand, and then the next guy that gets through it only gets two hundred fifty points. Um, so there is a, there's a competitive element where you're trying to bump past each other and get to uh, get to the gates first and score the most points. But is it a fighting game? No, no, it's not. It's a tubing oh. game. You Does play it your tubing feature- down river. Does it feature a bear at some point? David, I, I feel like I could kind of get there naturally. It's, a, you know, you're tubing down a river. What do you think, man? I'm just asking because the theme was fighting games or games with bears, and you said it's not a fighting game. So I just, I gotta, I gotta be ready to ask Johnny to hit the game over button. Yeah, oh shit, David, I forgot. Nah. Choose a game with a bear in it. You're right. It's tubing, and you know, the, the, there's no bears. Uh, what Art, a fool I was. On my bear versus fighting game counter sheet here, I already marked this game as being a bear game. <laughs> like, yeah, and you then know I there's going to be a bear. And then I marked it as a fighting thing, so game because John it, said you're kind of fighting, and then John said, "Oh, it's not a fighting game," so I scratched that out. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's a tubing game. You're going down river, and the See, thing. Johnny, uh, the other I thing already is got my answer for like. Bear games versus fighting oh. games written down. No, no, no. So do I. I'm saying my my counter for the end, so we know oh, the okay. final tally. Okay. The tally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But so one of the other elements of the game is there are various things on the shore that either attack you or uh, you know try to mess you up somehow. And there's also little hazards in the water like whirlpools and you know swimming uh, alligators and snakes and things like that. And you try to bump each other into them or bump each other into the path of whatever hazard might be awaiting you on the shore and yes in a couple of the american stages there's bears that show up on shore and if you get too close to them they fucking they paw your ass they fucking scratch you up scratch you up good um there's also uh there's a like a an arctic stage where yes there are polar bears so there's more than one type of bear in the game um there's also a stage set uh in hell um, you are tubing down the river sticks, and oh, that's amazing. instead of uh, instead of bears attacking you, there are hell demons throwing like flaming uh, like uh, tridents at you. Um, I'm not making that up. These this, that really happens in the game. There's you know, <laughs> see, it's I'm just thinking of like every water park I've ever been to that features a lazy river where you're just kind of like very calmly coasting down the water. At no point did I imagine that being hell. Right. I mean, the progression of the rivers really doesn't make much sense. It's like, I'm not sure, you know, if, if like, 
it just picks like five or six uh, rivers and cobbles them together as like an endless run kind of thing, or if it's like a set set of rivers that you get each time you play, and it, maybe it like gets harder if you you know choose a higher difficulty. Um, but yeah, there's there's you know like there's American levels, there's an Amazon level, there's an Arctic level, uh, there's levels that take place uh, in like a dam. Uh, where you gotta avoid fucking people dumping, like, toxic waste on you. And, like, uh, fucking there'll be, like, punk kids on the side, uh, throwing beer bottles at you. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, there's a level that takes place in hell. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, uh, it doesn't really make sense that you hop in the river in, you know, Colorado, and then you tube, it's like, okay, so Colorado, and then you end up at the dam. Sure, okay, Hoover Dam, that makes sense. And then you end up in the jungle. Okay, well, that's a little bit of a stretch. You know, there's a lot of land to cover between the Hoover Dam and, you know, South America. And then from the jungle, you plummet into hell. <laughs> you tube through that, too. It's like, uh, hold on. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm no geography buff, but I feel like this, uh, these rivers might not be really, uh, you know, like accurate. It seems, uh, huh. they would have to be longer rivers in order to, I don't know, satisfy, uh, satisfy the gaps in geography. But yeah, um, so yeah, it's a game where you're tubing down rivers and there are bears on the side that attempt to attack you. I- um, I, I think there's a we we might have a genius business opportunity in front of us right now because Dave was talking about mm. the lazy river, and you're talking about rivers through hell. Nobody has opened a hell themed like water park, right? Mm. Like, what if we made that happen? What if you had a, a water park with the lazy river where demons attacked you the whole time? Yeah, you know? like the the water's on fire. Yeah. And, I was gonna say uh, I kind of like the idea of a water park. <laughs> Based on hell, where all the water was dyed bright red. Yes. Um, we can get the Jesus weirdos from uh, Jesse's game in on this, right? Can we get David Crush? And uh, yep. <laughs> uh, who else? Yeah, Jim Jones. Yeah, you just have to use nothing but sulfur water. Jim Jones. <laughs> It'd be, uh, yeah, just, you just the water could be Kool Aid. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. There you, you know, go. Serve nothing but Kool Aid. Um, I'm trying to think of like a good hell water park name. It's just it's tough though, you know. Like uh, River Sticks. I mean, well, well that's I think too that's obvious right there. because that's literally the name of the stage in the game Tubin. Like you, you literally are going on the River Sticks. I think it's called but, the Hell know, Water to... Park. Isn't there a town in Montana called Hell? Like I mean, <laughs> John, I I don't think if we make a water park called River Sticks that the creators of Tubin are gonna sue us, like. Well, no, I'm just saying, it's it's too on the nose. We all know the River Styx. You don't want to fucking just call your water park River Styx, because then people think, oh, cool, I'm going to cross this, uh, you know, and go into hell. That's that's nice. Devil's they're not, Triangle. They're not thinking water park at that point. They're thinking, you know, hell, like, like, you know, actual hell. you got to call it, like, fucking, you know, watery grave. Or, Devil's uh, Triangle. That <laughs> <laughs> um, could be good, too. Sh- shout out to Four Push in our uh, Discord who says hell or high water. That's, I mean, there you go. Um, you know, hell or wild waters. I'm trying to, you know, tie it into, you know, old water parks. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, maybe we don't do the healthy water park. As fun as it would be scaring all those kids. Like, you know, are you picturing it where they come out of the water, like, stained permanently? Or... 
Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they, are, they are stick models. I wasn't, yes. but now I am. <laughs> <laughs> Would there also be mini golf, or is it strictly a water yes. park? Here's what we do. We of go course. by. I action. mean, I feel like any park based on hell requires mini golf. Yes, we go yes. to New Jersey, we just buy Action Park, we just keep it as is, we call it Hellwater Park, we're done. <laughs> like, easy peasy. Yeah. Johnny, yeah, you yeah, had me at New Jersey. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, there's really so little to say about Tubin, <laughs> the arcade classic. Um, it seems fun. I like that the, uh, the button scheme is meant to replicate... Uh, you sitting in a tube and trying to paddle with your hands. Uh, you've each got... It's a two-player cabinet. You've each got four buttons, and two of them are paddle forward, and two of them are paddle back. Uh, and so it's like, you know, you're trying to turn your character and steer them using precise button-tapping paddling. Which, uh, seems to have all the precision of trying to navigate, like, an actual river in a tube. It's very, very fun and silly. Um, so, yeah. Really seeing the game and you know seeing all the stuff about it, it really just made me want to go tubing. You know, I wish it wasn't winter right now. I kind of want to go in the water. <laughs> so, um, dude, go da- go it's, down. Uh, the it's Ishitakmi. a fun game. Say what? Go down the Ishitakmi. I remember doing a pretty sweet walrus impression last time I went down the Ishitakmi. Yeah, man. Yeah. Let's get together. Let's do it again. Yeah. How did you know, that? Sound? You've only gotten more walrus like. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah, so have I, baby. <laughs> I mean. We're- to be fair, it's winter in Florida, so it's what, like, 65? It's winter in Tallahassee, goddammit. It's 34 degrees outside right now, David. Um, <laughs> Don't cold shame us. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Fucking Mr. Chicago up there. He's fucking, you know, hardened to the cold. Wants to talk about how it's not cold anywhere else, because he chose to leave cold Florida pressure. and move to Chicago, of all places. Yeah. Fucking, you know... If you just did it for the permanent clout of being able to say that we don't get to complain about it being cold anymore, you know, Jesus Christ, David, move back to Florida. You know what I've always wanted to do as a Floridian is I've always wanted to move to New York and complain how the pizza in Florida is so much better. Yeah. (laughs) I would pay you so much money to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now as a Floridian, I'm thinking maybe I go to Chicago and I talk about how our football team uh, makes more conference championships than there's something like that. <laughs> you know, just fucking, uh, you know, there's so many things that are better about Chicago, uh, better about Florida than Chicago. Uh, congratulations, David. You guys have colder weather. We fucking get it. <laughs> you never get to go tubing in the Chicago River. Wah, wah, wah. You know. Actually, to fucking... be fair, um, today the temperature was like, mid to low 30s so about the same as florida the only difference is it was snowing so right yeah it should be a lot colder but um anywho tubin it's dope i'll do it in real life in a couple of months david won't he'll remind us of that anytime we talk about how nice the weather is he'll come back at us with uh you know the fact that he lives in chicago so it's just the life we've all chosen um yeah Speaking of that hellish water park. Johnny, let's keep it going, man. Game four.
All right, guys. Uh, let's see here. So, in this game, players can ride on minecarts and participate in surfing while using a beaver for a makeshift surfboard. You guys uh, have any answers? Sure do. Let's see them. Okay, so um, David says some obscure bear game, which is incorrect. Uh, Jesse says Top Gun, but with bears. That's incorrect. And John has uh, close enough to the correct answer. He wrote Yogi Bear. This is the adventures of Yogi Bear. How is my answer not correct? Because uh, Yogi Bear's not obscure. He's the world's most famous bear. Yeah. Ass. I, I, I question the truthfulness of that statement. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's a, a more famous and popular basket. bear than Yogi Bear. He's smarter than the average bear, for one, right? Mm-hmm. Above average bear. Name one bear smarter than Yogi. Besides yeah. cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. Name me an average bear. Okay, well, you can't sit there and say, like, name one bear more smart. Aside from this more, one, like, well, then you're just like disqualifying the fucking answer. Well, but also Johnny, you know, he speaks out of turn. Cheeseburger's not smart. He got diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> but that was because they fed That's him not that. his fault. Like, he had I no mean, choice. he ate what was provided in front of him. Is it more smart to starve yourself? And he had no, a little it's smart to break out of there and go steal some picnic baskets. Yeah. He had a bandana with cheeseburgers <laughs> on it. I, I, I had a hard time because of watching Yogi Bear as a kid. I would always say picnic. And my it really, my parents really had to drill it into me. They're like, no, it's picnic. Like, he's saying it funny, but that's not right. It's, it's just picnic, Johnny. I'm like, no, picnic. <laughs> You should have told your parents to suck your dick in it. <laughs> and after the, like, after the 12th title. time that my dad put his belt away, <laughs> I finally learned how to pronounce picnic. I told you it's a church picnic, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! 
<laughs> I didn't realize your mom wanted to die on that hill, but okay. <laughs> also, I really hope that the name for the episode is Suck My Dick and Hick. <laughs> so yeah, this is The Adventures of Yogi Bear. It's... It's not very good. It's no. uh, so so Come Johnny. On, Johnny, I want to ask you: What is the cast of characters in this fighting game? Is it better than the average game? No. Crap. <laughs> 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 because that would have been the box quote. <laughs> hey, 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 boo boo. This is better than the average better game. Than the average game <laughs> says no critics. <laughs> I don't think Yogi. I, I mean, I don't think Boo Boo even appear, appears in this. What? There's no what? co-op. Yeah, what there's the no. F- there, it's single player only. There's no co-op mode. Okay, oh. so I feel like a Yogi Bear without Boo Boo is, and this is going to sound extreme. So let me finish. That seems like a Legend of Zelda game without Princess Zelda. Like Yogi Bear has three core characters. You got Yogi, you got Boo Boo, you got Ranger Smith. Zelda has got Link, Zelda, and Ganon. I feel like, like, how do you cut one of those characters out? Well, see, but it's not the Legend of Boo Boo. It's, you know. <laughs> But I would 100% play the Legend of Boo Boo. The Legend of Hey Boo Boo. <laughs> That's all you got for this segment, isn't it, Johnny? <laughs> That's all you need. I mean, he's uh, clearly never played this game. Well, who, no, God, who has? Yeah, no, it's Who would pre- ever I, play I, a Yogi Bear game on SNES? It's pretty bad. The final level in particular is particularly rough. Um, so it's a platformer game, and you're running around collecting picnic baskets, obviously. Uh, you you collect time clocks, uh, and you can enter like a, a bonus dream game where your time clock... Um, is how long you're going to get to play the bonus game. So if you have 100 clocks, you get 100 seconds of the bonus game kind of thing. And then... Um, Time clocks? Yeah, like little other, stopwatches. Other kinds of clocks? <laughs> Shit. I mean, you're <laughs> implying that like you collect a time clock and like Yogi gets a job. That's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. And if there's any missed punches at the end of the fucking game, <laughs> Yogi's got to fill out a sheet and go to HR. It's complicated. But it does some platformer things that like I hate when they would do this. Like so in the first level, it's a snow level and there's a nice background with like the moon and like a big snow field behind you whatever. It does not move at all as you play. And that would be fine except there are sections of the game where you have to get on a moving platform and there's nothing else on the screen. So and the platform's moving and there's nothing to give you any indication that you're moving because the background just stays oh, there. And shit. There's, there's no enemies flying in. There's no other platforms. You're standing like, I think I'm moving now. <laughs> like, who knows? Hmm. I just I just want to say it's like, this game starts with the ice world? Like, yes. usually that's an end game thing. Like, you don't start off on the ice world. Nope. First level ice world. Also, you know, if that's this how game it is, is in Jellystone Park. <laughs> I was gonna say, if this game is based on like Yogi Bear, you would imagine you're in like a forest level or a grass level, and then you get to like rock level, and slowly you build up to, to the top of a mountain where there's snow. You don't nope. fucking start off on the ice level. Well, he could be waking up during hibernation and being like, Hey, boo-boo, we didn't need enough picnic baskets. Now we gotta go get some while it's too cold outside. 
Yeah, that's mm. actually not that far off. Um, basically, <clears throat> Yogi is hibernating. He's coming down from the mountain because he found out that Jellystone is going to be turned into a uh, chemical dumping zone. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> like it's being sold what? to a chemical company. What a twist! And he's got what a dystopian fucking America he lives in. <laughs> and so he's got to get down for the mountain. It's called America, John. Well, I mean, at the very least, we haven't turned any national parks into chemical dumping zones yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> so yeah, he has to come down from the mountain through the snow level, and then through like the tundra, swamps, of grasslands, the forest, and then finally. Uh, the final level is um, like a construction site. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> and the construction site is hands out the worst one because I feel like what happened is as they were developing the game and working on the levels, they learned new things they could do. Because like that first level, like the background doesn't scroll at all. Later levels, the background starts scrolling. Then in the construction zone, they're like, guys, we can put things in front of Yogi. So you're playing the construction zone, like having to look through fucking girders, and it's like blocking half your screen the whole time. You can't see what's going on. You're like, God damn it, guys. You learned about layers at the, on the final level. Fuck you. Like, I love the idea that I, I like the idea that that's what happened. <laughs> I love the idea that the developers were getting to the last level. I'm like, wait a minute. Parallax scrolling is a thing. We mm. should do that. Yeah. But wrong. <laughs> right. Let's fuck it all up, though. Let's, yeah. let's do power scrolling good in front it. of the character. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, there's a surfing minigame where you use a beaver as a surfboard. That poor, that poor, I'm into that. That poor beaver. <laughs> yeah. What's a beaver to a bear? <laughs> but a surfboard. I'm sorry. Can we please get Johnny saying that poor beaver onto the soundboard? <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's the Adventures of Yogi Bear, uh, released, uh, in Europe as Yogi Bear's Cartoon Keepers. <laughs> oh, dope. Or on the, uh, Genesis version, it was called Yogi Bear Cartoon Capers. Like, no, no, oh, no. He didn't own the capers? He does not own the capers. No possessive? Mm-mm. Hmm. And Man, yeah, um... So, David, you've had this whole segment to think of it. Do you got a bear more famous than Yogi Bear? I don't think you do. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no. <laughs> Game over his ass, Johnny. Game over! I'm sorry. No, no. You don't get to game over the king of the show. I do when you can't when you step to the king of bears. <laughs> the king of I am bears. the king of bears. You want to fucking say that Yogi Bear is not the most famous bear? You better fucking come with examples. God, can we start a letter writing campaign to Hanover Barrett to make a new show called Yogi Bear King of the Bears? Dude, yeah, like a new like uh, fucking live action CGI hybrid movie, Yogi King of Bears. Yes, I'd be all about it. Yeah. Sorry, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, fucking get Dan Aykroyd on the phone. Oh, He's available. God, no. <laughs> so then you guys saw Kung Fu Panda, but you didn't go see Yogi Bear? Uh, no, I was busy seeing Paddington Bear. Okay, listen, David, don't you fucking bring up Paddington. Paddington I saw is Christopher a- Robin. Paddington's a much more beloved bear, but would I say he's more famous than Yogi Bear? Only in the last few years, my friend. You know, Paddington, that's a fucking... Actually, God, that's I, a bear forever. You no, know, I think it depends you know on where and when you grew up. I feel like if you grew up in England, Paddington was probably the more famous bear for you. 
You know, well, probably... yeah, they called Yogi Bear something different in England. I'm I'm gonna like I'm gonna accept and appreciate Jesse's help. You know, I would go so far as to say Pooh Bear is probably more famous than Yogi Bear. I was always a Pooh boy. That mm-hmm. you know what? That I think that's right. Yeah, I mean, Sorry, it's I've too bad that you already got game over. Public li- library. I have seen the actual Pooh Bear. It gave me goosebumps. Anyway, uh, point is, David needed help to name a more famous bear. Uh, he's been game over. He's you know, disqualified. Um, From what? As though uh, just consider David a victim of a bear attack for the remainder of the show. Game and, uh, five. Yeah, there you go. development concept design stages for this game, some character ideas included giant enemy crabs, a 1950s toy robot, and a teddy bear with scissors. However, the character design was pared down once the sketches were done in Photoshop in order to see how the game's characters would look in resolution.
right, gentlemen. Uh, who's got those answers ready? Yeah. Do I ever? Um. <laughs> so Jesse says platoon, but with bears. Sadly incorrect. Uh, John and Johnny have the correct answer. This is Pocket Rumble. No bears. Sadly, no, there are no bears in Pocket Rumble. There is, however, a werewolf. <sighs> Pretty cool, I guess. I mean, It'd be cooler if it were a bear. A werebear. Yeah, a werebear would be cool. But yeah, this is Pocket Rumble. Anybody happen to play this game? No. But it looked cool. I liked uh, I liked what it was going for. It's like, hey, oh, you know that uh, that SNK uh, Neo Geo pocket color thing that nobody had? We loved it. And we want to make our own version of what it had. <laughs> I was looking at the Johnny end. and Jesse. Computer. Did, did you play this? Oh, no, sorry. I, I, I have not. No, I have not played uh, Pocket <laughs> Rumble. Um, it sounds cool. I do love that sound. I love that Neo Geo pocket color sound. Um, yeah, like this... I think if I remember this right, the Neo Geo Pocket Color had two um, sound chips in it, like dual mode, uh, same thing that the Game Gear had, but like two of them. Uh, and I thought that was pretty interesting how they were able to to make soundtracks that took advantage of that and came up with some pretty unique sounds, uh, some polyphonic shit that you couldn't do on a lot of other consoles because you typically only have one sound chip. And uh, this sounds a lot like that. Like it's it's a uh, they they got the fe- the sound of it pretty spot on. I think Johnny, I am going to uh, trust you um, because I'll be honest, I didn't get that far into it. But um, yeah, this game does definitely um, gravitate towards that Neo Geo Pocket style. Um, oh, and I'll answer for Jesse. Uh, he only plays Pocket Rumble when he's covertly masturbating on the city bus. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's his Pocket Rumble. Oh, <laughs> I, my I see the joke that you were... Got a, little, got a little hole in his pocket. He touches his penis with it. Yeah. Okay, a little sponsor I... in his pocket. It's like the old Confucius saying... Man who <laughs> man who keeps hand in pocket feel cocky all day. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm so glad that you made me say that so that I could get cancelled for racism. I'm glad that you fucking <laughs> you I tossed up the basketball. You slam dunked at home, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to use a voice. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you did an <laughs> accent or like fucking switched any uh any letters there, so I think you did fine. Yeah. No. I mean uh, I, I yeah. didn't. David, please, for our podcast listeners, David refuses to unslant his eyes. <laughs> This is just outrageous. Stop it. God, John, I've been canceled so many times already. Must we do this for the Game That Tune crowd? Um, The point is, Pocket Rumble is a very fun fighting game. So it is indeed a fighting game. Uh, It was released on Steam as well as Switch. And it... Sarah's trying to swallow. It was, like, deliberately designed... To cap copy that. Thank you, Jesse. Yes, swallowing a <laughs> dick put in my mouth. David, it's game uh, five. The one, we, we got the you're giggle the one that you can say I'm trying to swallow, man. <laughs> it's like that old Confucius saying. 
so <laughs> dick and mouth, kid. <laughs> so this game was deliberately designed to copy that Neo Geo Pocket style. Um, every character is given 12 hit points. Um, like, every health bar is exactly 12 hit points, and every move oh. takes one hit point away. Um, so it has that simplistic style. It has the graphics. It has the very simple command moves and whatnot. Um, and the characters that you have, they, they kind of design them based around different fighting game archetypes. So, like, there's a character named Tenchi, who's like a Japanese school student that's very much a Shoto character. There's a character named Naomi who is kind of more of like an SNK Fatal Fury style character. Um, mm. You get sort of weird characters. There's a, a character named Keiko who has a pet cat that sort of has that like puppet character status. Um, there's a, a character, I can't remember his name unfortunately, who is like a genetic experiment that's basically your grapple-style character, like you're trying to get close and grab them and throw them down and whatnot. Um, and this is a game that I, I really enjoyed because, as I mentioned on Game That Tune, like, there's a lot of indie games that file that... There's a lot of indie games that follow that 8-bit, 16-bit style, but I'm, I'm always looking for things that follow that, like... PlayStation 1 3D graphic style, just kind of like branching out from that. And this game perfectly captures that Neo Geo Pocket sprite style of just like very simple, but more than 8-bit style. And it's just, it's a really solid, fun fighting game that it's, it's simple when you first look at it, but when you start playing it, like, there's there's some depth in this game. I'm intrigued by it. I, I'm, I'm intrigued by the idea that uh, just all the moves do the same amount of damage. Uh, so it's more about finding, I guess, you know, openings and combos and things, perhaps, as opposed to you know, just landing, you know, like uh, I'm thinking, like in Mortal Kombat, it's like, you know, you just want to do as many uppercuts as possible. Like, uh, that kind of thing. But, you know, it is also, it is crazy to me that more games, like indie games, don't trade on, like, the fucking, the late 90s, still pixely aesthetic, man. The Game Boy Color slash Neo Geo Pocket Color look, it's, you know, just, uh, I don't know, I feel like that's something that more uh, more games should seek to kind of, you know, emulate. And, uh, you know, this one obviously is incredibly deliberate <laughs> in doing the uh, Neo Geo Pocket style. Literally, it's called Pocket Rumble. Um, so it's like, yeah, we, you know, we're making that again. And that's what we're going to do. Oh, wow. And, but, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, right there on the, right there, you know, up front. Literally on, like, the Switch eShop description page. It's like, paying homage to SNK's Neo Geo Pocket. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, just say it all out loud. <laughs> like, if you like that. Try this. And I'm just like, you know, uh, there's plenty of games out there that are doing the, the retro kind of 16-bit style, but I kind of like the retro, you know, I don't know, weird, like, I, it's it's a tough kind of thing to define, but like, you know, you go play an old Game Boy game or a Neo Geo Pocket Color game, and, and it's like, yeah, this, uh, 
this is a style that needs to be more in, uh, you know, I don't know, just more, you know, kind of revisited. Like, you know, just very simple, uh, you know, looks and games. It's, uh, there, there's plenty of potential out there. You know, I mean, people love chibi things, so make tiny characters that look cute. It's, you know, it's a home run. People love that shit. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yeah, like, I'm kind of surprised that more companies don't shoot for this because it, I mean, on the one hand, it's deceptively simple, like, there's a lot more that goes into it than that, but also, you know, you, you don't have to do fully rendered 3D models to make right. a good, fun game. Like, you can definitely have a throwback title. Dude, I would play yeah. a Chibi Pixely Far Cry 5, for example. Like, just take any existing game series and make a Chibi version of it. Chibi Grand Theft Auto, Chibi Gra- Jenny, Far Cry. Jenny, do you want to play Far Cry 5? You, you've invoked it numerous times since Jesse brought it on the show. Did that game get in you? Like, uh, does that game have its hooks in you or something? I like, think, I, mean, I think I, Cheeseburger's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'm Nathan Drake now, right? I think I'm all in on Far Cry. Nathan Drake's from Uncharted. I mean, could you imagine if they made, like, a Far Cry spinoff that was, like, a 16-bit Doom? I'd play it. I'm not sure I would. They do weird stuff with Far Cry. I know, I think Far Cry 3 or 4 had that weird with the, like, the the electric dragons in space and stuff. Um, Far Cry 5... Far Cry 5 has a map that you can go to Mars... And, um, I think there's DLC where the crazy bomb nuts, uh, actually do, like, cause the apocalypse, and, like, it's, like, like, 20 years after in Montana, and there's all sorts of, like, weird, like, radiation and shit. Ooh. Cool. I mean, I'll do respect to my friend Kelsey, who is from Montana. I feel like if there were, was going to be, like, a giant cataclysmic event causing radiation fallout and whatnot I feel like Montana probably wouldn't be affected like I feel like whoever is going to be dropping nuclear bombs is going to say like oh yeah New York, Washington DC and Helena, Montana right yeah exactly we're taking out Bozeman no you're not we're taking out Henry Winkler's ranch (laughs) honestly I mean to be fair, any like nuclear weapons is going to affect Montana, no matter where it hits, because the radiation is going to get into the atmosphere, and we're all fucked. So, Montana isn't safe. Well, yeah, Sorry, but David. I also feel like, again, nobody is really like affecting Missoula specifically. Like, maybe no, it's... there's going to be lots of radiation, David. You know, nuclear holocaust is terrible. <laughs> maybe people will be so respectful in the nuclear attacks that they just won't attack America's uh, national parks and like forest areas. <laughs> you know, maybe we all just then go enjoy Wyoming and Montana and you know those those nice wide open spaces. Maybe they just serves to bring us all together. Whoa, whoa, whoa! In, like whoa. two states filled with radiation. Still, <laughs> hold on here. But there's We're less radiation specifically about Montana. Laramie is fucked. Wyoming, mm. that state's going down. Okay, yeah. damn. Um, so anyway, Jackson Hole, more like hole in the ground. Oh, yeah. oh. Johnny, play the Mario Two sound. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
I'm I'm king of the show. Anyway, I get to decide. <laughs> Pocket Rumble, then. It's it's um, a really fun fighting game. Uh, like I said, it's on Steam. It's on Switch. It, Where does it take place? It depends on Montana? the stage that you select. Because uh, there are multiple stages. Um, so it's not in your pocket? Well, I mean... If you're playing, like are all the stages set in like pockets or like small areas? It's not the the fighters themselves aren't small. I mean, the fighters themselves are small because they're like yay big on would the screen. S- would you, would you say it's like a pocket dimension? Mm-hmm. I would say it's a pocket dimension, mainly because I want to agree with you and get away from this line of questioning. <laughs> okay, my question literally was like, you know, one. The, the characters are not miniaturized characters. It's not like uh, you know, like a Toy Story situation where like it's a stage set inside a bedroom and everything's huge because you're a toy. No, it's more they're real-life characters, but they are portrayed as small because it's on a small screen. Gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, settings, unimportant. Um, characters, important. And they sound like a fun cast. It um, is. Sounds like a fun game. It is. Yeah. I'm into it, man. Um, if only there were a bear in the game, it'd be, a, it'd be a real dynamite pick for the show. But I'm glad that we got, you know, glad that we finally got a fighting game on the show. <laughs> you know, for a minute there, I was sweating. I thought, man, this is going to be strictly bears. Oops, all bears. And uh, instead, it was, uh, it was a nice mix. You know, part of this, uh, part of this balanced podcast. Um, Before we move on to um, the calculating computer, do we want to announce our records for who yeah. shows? All right, so we what, said not- so. So the the total was four bear games and one fighting games. I said that the bears would win, and I said four to two. So I was off a little bit. Well, yeah, oh, we only had five games. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we could double up, right? You could have a fighting game with bears in it. All right, so um, I'm I'm taking. A- how did we have? Hold on, hold on. No, how did we have I two didn't know fighting we were games? Scores. I just thought we thought we were picking. No, no, who no. Would have more th- I, representation. I specifically said I was going to count how many of which, and I'm taking a look at my answer here. <clears throat> Geraldo Rivera, oh, Madonna, God. and a diseased yak. That's a weird <laughs> answer, David. Four bear, one fighting. David gets a point. John said yeah, four, same. four one bears. John gets a point. Jesse just said bears. Yeah. I'll call that a point. I'm not giving myself a point because I said two fighting. Yeah, we didn't have you two fool. fighting games. We had four bear games and one fighting game. Right, but if you picked a Tekken game, you could double up on that a little bit. You could have a total did, of six. Did we pick a Tekken so game? So I'm sorry. Your your prediction, Johnny, was for the end of the show, there would be four bear games and two fighting games, despite there only being five games on the show. What a bold fucking strategy <laughs> I mean, that was. Guys, I mean, am, I, am I taking crazy pills? You can have I, I understand what you're trying to there, say. I, yeah, there is a part of me that wants to give Price you is right rules, man. You went over. There is a part of me that wants to give you credit because we did have Kung Fu Panda, but also, no, you don't no. get a point. No. As Not king of the game. show, I've proclaimed this. Oh, it's outrageous. Um, Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space. Boops. 
Scoring complete. This game's winner is John Harrington. Yep. What do you know? Back in the winner's circle again. The uh, when, champion bear fighter, yours truly. When it comes to fighting bears, nobody beats John. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I won't elaborate on that. Uh, you guys just uh, fill it in with your imaginations. What kind of bears is John Harrington fighting, and why is he a champion at it? But, uh, man, oh, man, what a show it's been, guys. What a fantastic episode, and I've got the perfect theme in mind. Johnny... You did it, man. You were so deeply inspired by Far Cry 5. <laughs> that Far Cry I, games. I've got to get, exactly. The next theme is Far Cry. <laughs> um, <laughs> games with far Fuck. or games with crying. Um, but yeah, no, uh, you know, I was uh, I was captivated by Far Cry as well. I like the I like the first-person shooterness of it. I like the wilderness element of it. I like being out in the wild. So we're gonna do another uh, either-or theme. Gonna do a little, you know, double up because that's uh, that's the mission this year is to make the themes as dumb as possible. It's either got to be a first-person shooter game or games with uh, wild areas or uh, wilderness, and right. it can be both. But. Oh, Those are your God. two guidelines: first-person area or first-person games, or wild, uh, wild slash wilderness. So, uh, there's at least four other Far Cry games that I know of that we didn't use on the show tonight. So, uh, I expect us all to bring your favorite Far Cry next week, and uh, it'll it'll be good, man. We'll talk about you know, we'll just kind of run the series on Far Cry, and um, you know I'm sure that'll inspire a better theme for the next episode. <laughs> Six has Juan Esposito in it. Who is Juan Esposito? I mean, he's not a wilderness as far as I know. What's his name? You know who I'm talking about. Juan Esposito. Okay, no. Juan Wilderness Esposito. Yeah, Juan the, the wild man Esposito. And you see him in first person. It's crazy. Are you talking about Desposito? No, 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 no. <laughs> hmm. Okay, then I don't know who you're talking about. So anyway, uh, guys, what a show it's been, man. What a what a fantastic episode tonight. Um, man, thank you everybody uh, so much for listening. Thank you to everybody watching live with us. We are live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Join us in our live recording. We love chatting along with you guys. Had some fun chatting with you guys tonight. Uh, appreciate you all being here for our live recordings. Our podcasts come out Tuesday mornings. They're at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening, rating, reviewing, subscribing, doing all the things that you do to the Game That Tune podcast. You guys just keep on doing them. Uh, thank you to everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune is the home for awesome exclusives. We've got Game That Tune gems. We've got mixtapes. We've been talking about more movie nights. We're going to do a lot of fun stuff with uh, the support that we get at patreon.com slash game that tune, including keeping the lights on at our 24-7 video game music live stream. Uh, Radio.gamethattune.com, gtt.rocks, the home for video game music on the internet. We uh, we appreciate appreciate you guys supporting us, supporting that. Um, just, uh, you know, we're overwhelmed by the support that we get on Patreon, especially... 
the support that we get from our Patreon absurd fans. Of course, I'm talking about Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Grammary, Phoenix Tier 2121, and our newest Patreon absurd fan, Beast Pond. Fantastic uh, new patron that we got. Unsaddled Zebra, I'd love to say your name again, but I think you need to re- uh, re-up your credit card information. So, uh, you know, guys, everybody go check your credit card information. And uh, give us more money at patreon.com slash game that Um Thank you again to our requester, our requester tonight. David, re- refresh us as to who that was. Our requester came from Discord. Thank you to Kerrigan. Yes, Kerrigan, fantastic request. They made their request in Discord. Uh, it's a great place to make them. You can also make them at GameThatTune.club, our fantastic social media server. And uh, that's the way to do it. And we love you guys making requests and hanging out with us and chit-chatting in all the various Game That Tune places around the internet. Uh, we love you guys very much, so thank you again. And we are going home with bonus tunes. It's time, guys. It's time for a... You know, I wouldn't call it fighting game. But there is, uh, you know, a bit of a uh, bit of contention, bit of adversarial stuff going on. You know, young uh, young hot kids killing each other. Uh, there's also a bear. Uh, yeah, of course, my bonus tunes come from uh, you know, dang old uh, dang old Rampa. It's uh, the third dang and Rampa. Uh, the subtitle of which I cannot remember, but it's one of the you know, best and most loved. Danganronpa songs on uh, GTT Radio and in general, I believe. Debate Scrum from uh, Danganronpa V3. That's our bonus tune tonight, and uh, we love you guys. Peace out, everybody.
Far Cry 5 is copyright 2018 Ubisoft. Kung Fu Panda is copyright 2008 Vicarious Visions and Activision Incorporated. Tubin is copyright 1988 Atari Games and Midway Games Incorporated. Adventures of Yogi Bear is copyright 1994 Blue Turtle and Game Tech. Pocket Rumble is copyright 2018 Cardboard Robot Games. All right, so get somebody else, make friends with somebody, and have them sign you in. <laughs> hey, s can you sign me in, please? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no big deal, right? Yeah, can't recreate your awful handwriting, but like, yeah, no, no but I, my, that, that's just, that's the pro of my awful handwriting is anyone can re recreate my signature. Mm -hmm. Just scribble nonsense. You've signed Nothing? my name. No, Johnny was here. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like old Johnny came back. I don't think the time my dad saw my signature. He's like, "Why are you signing things, Mister John?" I'm like, "I'm not. <laughs> I'm not signing it, Mister John." It says John Regan. <laughs> it clearly no, it says John Regan. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> Why did your signature say something that doesn't make any sense? I don't know what to tell you, Dad. It said John Regan to me. <laughs> Mr. John? Yeah. Call me Mr. John, goddammit. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how my signature's devolved over the years. It's gotten to be the the J swoop, couple of curves for the H and N, and then basically just like an H with a bunch of fucking like scribbles around it. Yeah, no, mine's mine's very similar. Big J swoop, big R swoop. You know, that's about it. <laughs> yep. But I mean, I, like you can still kind of make out John on that first part this if you're squinting. I'm using a sharpie, but uh. But this is like my usual signature nowadays. <laughs> 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 Hold on. Put that back up. I didn't see that. I didn't really suck this in. What the so fuck? I feel like John's kind of there. There's a J and what? some squiggles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's the last time we're able to give a fuck about my signature? Like, it's fine. <laughs> 